You've tuned in to Never Better, a show that's never going to get any better. I'm your host, Spencer Harris. With me tonight, as always, are a pair of knuckleheads. First off, Craig Gray. Konnichiwa. Oh, good. We're going into different languages now. He's already exhausted everything he knows in English, and now we've had to move on. And There's a lot of languages in the world, Spencer. That's true. I'm going to hit all of them. And, of course, Mr. Michael Rios. That's me. That's him. That is he. Classic. How's everybody doing? We've had about 13 days into the year so far uh, to see how it's going. Tell you what, Spencer, already haggard after <laughs> yeah, 13 days. Same. New year, new me. You say that, but we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or, you know, we just, we'll, just, uh, we'll plug right into it. Michael, I feel like it's unfair that uh, Craig and I do so much of the talking. We've even given Craig like his own segment. We haven't given you anything. So I think it's, it's only right at this point that we all cook our brains for a second in a segment that I'm calling the Michael wave. The Michael wave. That's right. See, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking for the theme, I'm just going to like use my field recorder to sample like me cooking something in the microwave and then maybe I was going to say that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Yeah. But I was also thinking like a surf motif, but I don't know if I like that as much, but anyway, I like the microwave. I, I, th- I think it's gotta be it. Like anyway, it's gotta be on the electromagnetic spectrum. Right. Right. My theories are deep. Like to the stars, like to the ocean. So you, so Michael, so you actually asking this at, at asking this brings me a well, good point because I was asking people this and I didn't know if it's the right way, the wrong way, or have <laughs> I been lied to my whole life? It's probably the latter. And shown, and shown things the wrong way. I wanted to ask you guys, every time you guys get a tissue, like a, go from a tissue box or something like that, mm-hmm. do you guys grab two, st- two tissues from the tissue box automatically? Like, boom, boom, just... Uh, see, see, I know, no, I see, Michael. I do know what you're talking about. I do know what you're talking I about. Don't. But I'm by myself again. This always happens to me. I'm, I'm a one, one ply at a time guy. Do you fold it though? Like fold it in half, or you just? No, I go straight in, full surface area, no folds. How, Spence, how about you? You go, you go. When one... I blow my nose, it's not that power. It's not powerful enough to blow through the tissue. Mine is. I, I'm like a Norse god. Of the storm. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I get two, fold them up both. So you fold both. Exactly wow. the same. And I need Your quad. Ply. Yeah, quad. And I need to blow. And I'm blowing like. <laughs> like <right>, rapid fire. <laughs> yeah. If I don't go, do that, do, 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 do. if I don't do that, it's all on my hands. It go. It goes right okay. through the napkin, huh? Or the the, the yes. tissue. Wow. Uh huh. It's either that. Now, this isn't what I wanted to ask you about, Michael. You. It's either that, <laughs> but you know, or I'm grabbing my shirt. One or the other. Oh no, no, Michael, come on! Like should, a little kid wiping his face. You should go back to the handkerchief, Michael. Get a get yourself a handkerchief. My granddad kept a handkerchief in his shirt, and it was. I no disrespect to the man. Went through a lot. Went through World War II. Sold life insurance door to door. Was a private investigator for a day, and then he got shot at, and then he quit. Uh, kept a handkerchief in his shirt pocket, and it was the nastiest thing I've ever 
the, my question with like the handkerchief people no one can get them is like, do they do they wash it daily or do they have a bunch of handkerchiefs that they you know they change every day? I think my granddad and I, I could be wrong. I don't want to slander the dead. I think he just had the one, mm. and I don't know. I think daily is a strong word. But do you wash but, the handkerchief or do you just throw it away? You must, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a handkerchief guy because it, the whole lifestyle is so alien to me. Did he ever let you borrow it? <laughs> you know, I, he, he probably would have if I had asked, but somehow I never mustered up the courage. Here you go, son. Spencer, Look come like sit on my lap. <laughs> I want to give you something. <laughs> uh, so, Michael, what I wanted to ask you about was, uh, and we're still close enough to the new year we're, we're making this sort of our our second part of our new year's uh extravaganza after the after last week's betty white anti-gravity memorial episode right. i wanted to ask you about your opinion on new year's resolutions because I, I, I feel like you're going to come down kind of hard against them even though you just said new year new me <laughs> in what i assumed was total sincerity so the thing is i believe in new year's resolutions but and i think everybody should set them out and everybody should make a little, little list and, you know, new year, new me. But at the end of the day, we all know that's your first lie you tell yourself mm-hmm. in the new year. That's a bar. So you think it's admirable to do, but like you're, you're doomed to fail no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> no matter you what. You say you're going to save money. Oop, you spent it all. You say you're going to get a new job. You Oop. lose your job. You fire your job. Yeah. <laughs> That's the breaks. Um, what else? Go to the gym. Go to the gym for a month and then quit. Come on. That is we true. I did that. What's the opposite of going to the gym? Uh, going to McDonald's? Or like maybe sitting in like a sensory deprivation tank is the opposite of gym? No You stimulus. know, I like that. Yeah. You know? I think that's it. Complete sedentary <laughs> lifestyle. No motion. You're just like one of the precogs from Minority Report. <laughs> You're working out the mind. Right. <laughs> Maybe the opposite of going to the gym is uh, going to a little building that I like to call the library. Boo. The Lerber. Think about that. The Lerber. What's the yeah, Lerber? That's, right. that's what I would call it. The Lerber. <laughs> Michael, do you have any uh, New Year's resolutions for yourself this year? Yeah, and they're all lies, but I'm trying. <laughs> but they're keep, noble lies. I'm trying to keep them as strong as I can in my grip. Mm-hmm. First one, gym in the mornings have not been going. Okay. Lately because... Uh, Your resolution just, is to stop going to the gym? No, going to the gym in the mornings, but... Oh, oh, I see, I see, I see. I went so you're, to, you've already been failed. Yeah, I went to the gym and I got <laughs> too cocky or my ego. I don't know what it is, but... You threw your back out? Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, like, these guys were lifting, and I was like, man, I, I could do I that. I could do that. Like, I, I, I used to do that, <laughs> How honestly. Hard could it be? I used uh-huh. to do that. I used to do that. I'm a chill. That, that little guy right there, shoot, 10 <laughs> times his size and was lifting more. So, honestly, I just did way too much for what my, new, my old new body can do. What were you doing? Like deadlifts or? Yeah, first it was squats, then went straight to the deadlifts. And mm. No stretching. Was... No warm up. Oh, yeah. No stressing. No warm up. <laughs> no warm up, nothing. No, no, yeah. It was straight. Uh, warm up was the bar. 
then I looked over my shoulder, was like, all right, we got to. Today's the day. Start throwing plates on. Damn right. About to set some records. And then second one. Quickest hospitalization. Second (laughs) one was to start saving some money. I was going to try to put $50 away in some savings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just 50? Like on a weekly basis? Starting out, Spencer, you know, you got to. Gotta start small. Compound. We're working up to fifty. That'll be worth a billion dollars. I mean, first it was gonna be fifty, and then it was gonna be like you know, I don't know, times two or times one point five, or I don't know, times one point two 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 two. Repeat. Um, Yeah, but uh, that hasn't been happening. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What else was gonna stop eating out? That not so much, huh? Yeah, that one was broken since like January first. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michael, you know January thirteenth can always be your you know your reset your uh, your new new year January thirteenth. I'm trying. That's how we're treating it, right? The Chinese go by the Chinese calendar. <laughs> Still got a bit to wait for that one, I think. Spencer, yeah. what about yourself? Oh, I was going to move on, but I, I don't really have any. Yeah, resolutions you know, I, because I. Go ahead. Well, you know, I you know I've been doing a lot of reading on the subject. As a matter of fact, I read I read a couple of books on uh, habit making, and um, you know what everybody mm. says is you got to be specific. Don't say uh, I want to lose weight. Say I want to lose ten pounds. Makes sense. Hallelujah. You know, it's got to be it's got to be specific. I like that. I get that. So, uh, if anybody out there is uh, listening, uh, stay tuned for the Craig Gray self help book. You're gonna lose ten pounds. I've already got a, I got I already got a name for it. Oh, it's my uh, my self help book is gonna be called "Walking Up the Down Escalator." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't laugh too hard though because I had a plan a while back that if I ever like if I ever needed money in a pinch, I was just gonna write the world's worst like so basically a self help book. Uh, but for like, you know, the, the entrepreneurial grind set type of thing, right? hustle and grind. Just f- exactly. Yeah. Rise and grind. No days off. Um, just full of the dumbest advice that you can think of because it's all, it's in those things. Content is and king. I was going to, I, I mostly, I, I came up with a title first and that's all I really have because I don't actually want to do this. Sure. But the title is you can't fake sweat. You <laughs> can't. <laughs> It's sweat. Oh my! Spencer, sounds legit, you, right? You really missed an opportunity to be like the Gary V of like. Oh God! You, know, you could have been him. I can't because I don't have a voice like a chipmunk with a concussion. No, because you don't want to hustle and grind. I don't. That's why it's those both of those things suck. They are anathema to me. Spencer, you never wanted to be a a reader, like a audio book reader. Oh yeah. Oh, that's totally different. Yeah, that'd be fun. Maybe. How do you get that gig, I wonder? I think you just start doing it. Would you actually like only do the books you like love reading or you just be like, <laughs> oh no, I ain't reading this Green Eggs and Ham, you know? I would read Green Eggs and Ham. Are you kidding? It would be an honor to read uh, a Dr. Seuss audiobook. I feel mm. like that's that's a highly coveted position. You need uh To shape the, the young minds of America or wherever. You need, you need five different voices for that one. I can do that. Thing one, thing two. Or like, no. like I'm just imagining like trying to get a job as as a book reader, and you're just sending like a, a mixtape of yourself reading yeah. books to like Audible. Yeah, demos. Yeah, and That's you send your demo of. tape of you just reading like War and Peace or something. 
and uh, try to get a job. In a hole in the ground, there live the <laughs> hobbits. <laughs> Spencer, have you ever read uh, War and Peace? Demo real. No, I think I I heard too many jokes about it or like read too many jokes about it in like newspaper comic strips as a kid about how it was like two billion pages long. I was like, ah, that sounds like it sucks. I'm never touching it. It does sound like it sucks, but that's on my list of like, before I die, I'm going to read War and Peace all the way through. I have read Infinite Jest. Long ass book. Is it Infinite Pages? Yeah. You guys ever... That was good. You guys ever read a book? No. And yeah. watch the movie first and say, hey, I'm going to read that book. Um, I think I did that. Uh, with, I mean, I read the first Harry Potter book after I saw the movie. I read the third Harry Potter book first because a friend of mine gave it to me for my birthday as a child, and I didn't know anything about any of them. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, I know it's the third one, but I'll probably figure it out. No, you can't. No, I had no, no clue what was going on. It's hard to, hard to jump didn't, in. Didn't on care that about one. any of these people. You guys cannot guess the book I did that with or movies. Uh, the Notebook, the the nope. Chronicles of Narnia. Nope. I mean, the it was Chronicles kind of, of Riddick. In my ears. Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, I should have done the Pursuit of Happiness. Was that nope. a book? It was probably. I probably it was a uh, Blind Side. Oh, oh okay. you do talk about that movie a lot. Dude, yeah, I, I watched it and I was like, I have to read this book. <laughs> was the book better than the movie? Did it hold up? Yeah, did it hold up? Um, It was a lot better. I just think he was, he was a lot. The only thing I would say is like in, in the movie, it kind of betrays that he's kind of like really like behind and dumb, yeah, you can say. I, I've heard he that was, as well, yeah. Yeah, that he was actually like a smart guy, but he just... You know, had his own problems, but was it an autobiography? Who wrote the book? Uh, All right, we, I, I'm moving us. I'm moving us on. I, we got little time. We got, you got to search this up. What? You mean, love the blind Spencer, side. you mean blindside talk isn't interesting? The movie that came Maybe out in uh, 2011 or whatever. I know it's still in the zeitgeist for a lot of uh, blindside heads. <laughs> but. Call me Big Mike. But we got a pretty big audience here of as many as 12 listeners. Well. So. All right. Well, we can. Uh, I did uh, want to fine. talk about uh, some predictions for 2022. I think Craig, you brought this up, which makes me assume that you've got some. Uh, tell you what, I do have. I mean, I've got a couple that stand All out. Right. I I think my major one, and I, I've said this before. Like, I think to you probably, but that OJ Simpson will start a podcast, probably called the OJ Simpson Show, most likely. That does sound reasonable. Uh, in fact, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Me as well. Do you, what do you think you would call it? I feel like we're overdue, if anything. If I had a podcast? What do I think you would call it? Yeah. Um, that was a funny joke. Nobody laughed at Let me see. Okay. How I got away with it. No, no. He insists he didn't do it still. He has said that he won't go back to, uh, what, L.A. or whatever, wherever it happened, uh-huh. uh, in case he runs into the guy who did it. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, too afraid yeah, for his life. Yeah, I, I have heard that as well. Uh, I think he would call it uh, The Squeeze. The Fresh Squeeze. That's not bad. With OJ. That's not bad either. That's not bad. But I think he's too much of a Why narcissist am I pitching to these, not I'm, call I'm it. I'm giving the him, like it murderer ideas. An alleged murderer acquitted but I'm giving him ideas for a podcast name. I don't know how, how I feel about this. Has he been a host for a podcast yet or not? 
I don't think so. I feel like I like, heard uh, about guess, it. Like a guest, I mean? Oh, that, I mean, maybe. Oh. At this point. If, what if OJ Simpson wanted to be on the Never Better podcast? And, uh, and we got I, the exclusive interview. <laughs> How great would that be? <laughs> Do you think he would come on? If he wanted to, does I he guess have like he a PR team up, I mean, that we can email? Um, and we can just lie about how many listeners we have. I'll I'll put out some feelers. Okay, have your people yeah. talk to his people. They're out on Twitter. I think everybody's going to get into bug collecting in a big way in 2022. Really? I don't know why. I don't really. I'm not basing this on anything. I just uh, I feel like it's uh, it's time. Like live bugs or uh, dead bugs? Yeah. Well, you know whatever's around. You got live ones, all the better. Because I think I've I've been waiting a long time for those uh those butterflies behind glass, sandwiched in glass, to come back. I would love one of those. I those things are expensive. Those. Are they? How much could a butterfly cost? I, well, like more than you'd think for a bug. Five dollars. Like upper two digits. Upper upper two digits. Which is more than I want to spend on. Yeah, a bug. fair. That's fair enough. So funny thing is, I was in North Carolina the other day, in Raleigh, and I passed by a. Brick and mortar, a whole store of a coin collection. Mm. <laughs> oh. I was like, what? These exist? If you set fire to that place, it oh, would be like an box. incredible sound. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to eat your the, way out. Don't do it, though. Do they do <laughs> just coins or bills as well? Wait, did you say corn or coin? No, coin. Oh, I think it's like oh. corn. <laughs> no, corn. Yeah, I was picturing like, like a whole coins, building. Just like like quarters, quarters, nickels, oh. and dimes. No wonder you didn't laugh. <laughs> oh. oh, man. When I was in elementary school, I got uh, detention. Or I guess they didn't do detention in elementary school. But I got in trouble for, um, I set the home the homepage for all of the uh, computers in the library to corn.com. <laughs> <laughs> How wait? How did you do that? I mean, you could just I I would. We, oh wait, they did. Yeah, yeah, you could just. I forgot about. You could just how do it that to work. Yeah, yeah, that was. That really was just something you could do. Yeah, I so, changed it from Craig, the school website to corn dot com. <laughs> They're lucky that's all you did. <laughs> Craig, did you have one of those uh, big quarter uh, folders where it's like the whole map? And it's Absolutely, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of the state quarters? Did you ever get one complete? No, I got. I would get about like a quarter of the way through, and then just take all the quarters out and put them in. Yeah, I a think coin at some machine. point everybody who had one of those just cashed it out for like, you know, six dollars. Yeah. All of those ended up in a coin star machine. At some point, absolutely. <laughs> well, there is somebody who has some predictions for 2022, allegedly. Oh. Uh, and I say is. I meant was. Uh, are you familiar with the Bulgarian? blind mystic known as Baba Vanga? Unfortunately, I'm not. Well, you're about to be. Bidi Bidi Vanga? Selena? Sorry? No? Okay, keep going. Not that one. I didn't hear what you said. Oh. (laughs) I said Bidi Bidi Bangba. Oh. Uh, I'm reading from the Toronto Sun here. The prophecies of a dead blind woman from Bulgaria have many believing she could predict the future, and her visions for 2022 are no different. Baba Vanga, known as the Nostradamus of the Balkans, which is an incredible title, regardless of how else you might feel about her, 
started seeing the future after she mysteriously lost her eyesight during a storm when she was just 12 years old. She died in 1996 at the age of 85, but made big claims while she was alive. Not all of them were true, but many were, including the 9-11 terrorist attacks, Brexit, and the rise of the Islamic State. Now, this is a very uncritical article to say, yeah, <laughs> she was right. She did predict that. Uh, for 2021, she reportedly saw a cure for cancer, an assassination attempt on Russian President Vladimir Putin, and a, quote, dragon seizing humanity, which some believe is a reference to the rising power of China, which is generous to me because it sounds like she just said <laughs> a dragon is going to seize humanity. Um, the clairvoyant also predicted what would unfold or what could unfold rather in 2022. Here are the six major events of concern according to uh, the rag known as the mirror. Can I ask you a question first? Go ahead. Go ahead. How far like out did she make her predictions for? That is actually an interesting point of considerable dispute because oh. she never wrote any of them down they were only written down by like the people who came to see My her folk or tales. Who, like followed her around pretty much so it's hard to say how many of these things she ever even actually said okay <laughs> um so but uh, just taking this all at face value here here are the six major events of 2022 according to uh an old blind lady from bulgaria number one an increase in catastrophes <laughs> safe bet all right check uh baba had predicted that australia and several asian countries will be hit by quote intense bouts of floods resulting in more earthquakes and tsunamis why well, would think the that's floods that result works. yeah yeah i think they i think it's exactly backwards actually or well all out of order earthquakes then tsunami then flood anyway uh number two are you ready for this another lethal virus <laughs> <laughs> it's the last thing anyone wants to hear, especially as the COVID-19 pandemic rages on. Have you guys seen this? Have you heard about this? COVID-19? I've never heard of it. It's crazy. Uh, but Baba believed that another pandemic discovered in Siberia will emerge, caused by a frozen virus that will be released due to climate change. Okay. All right. I mean, she's... Shout-outs to the, uh, the TV show Fortitude. Like, Spoilers for she may not be 100% right, but she's not that far off. You never know. Like, it's not, it's Number, not uh, insane. It's, yeah, it's, it, it could be crazier um, if she said this in the first place, which right. nobody knows. Number three, water shortages. Again. Again. You know? Uh, the struggle to access drinking water will become real in some cities as countries are forced to find alternatives. That's as much information as they have about that. No specific places. She no didn't elaborate frames, uh, she, at if, all. If she did, it didn't come through to the Toronto Sun. Uh, now, Craig, you said a second ago that it's not that crazy. Number five, aliens arrive on Earth. Okay. All right. Well, what? how, how do you define alien? <laughs> uh, well... According to Vanga, an asteroid known as Oumuamua will be sent by aliens to explore whether there is life on Earth, but they aren't the nice kind and could take prisoners when they land. See, that's an oddly specific prediction. Um, right. <laughs> as opposed to the you other a ones. a named asteroid, a sequence of events all laid out, whereas water shortages, which have already happened, is just like, oh yeah, there'll be more of those. So maybe anyway. she had an inside track on this alien one, huh? Could be. Oh, sorry, that was number four, not number five. Oh, wow. Okay. Number, number five, locusts attack India. 
Baba not only predicted temperatures reaching 50 degrees Celsius in India, which is pretty hot. <laughs> back of the envelope math, I think is 122 degrees Fahrenheit. It's half of whatever boiling is, yeah. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh quick but also crop attacking locusts will follow leading to great famine. And number 6, virtual Jeez. reality takeover. Baba needs to lighten up a little bit, huh? Jeez. Does anything good happen? Um, if you like viruses. Well, I'm sorry, Spencer. What's the sixth one? What's the last one? Uh, virtual reality takeover at number six. Again, that's not insane. The aliens kind of are. The aliens, that one was a little out there. but A little out there. Uh, in what might be her most eerie prediction, Baba envisioned that in 2022, more than any other time, people would spend more time in front of screens. Due to our increasing addiction to technology, people will begin to confuse fantasy and reality. And Thoughts? Ba- Baba's dead, right? Baba's been dead since the 90s. Okay. Well. Uh, 1996, I believe. Y2K would have really yeah. thrown her for a loop, huh? Oh, yeah. She, yeah so, you know what? I just not- oh, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. I just can't believe this lady. This this is craziness. I'm telling you, it's like me saying tomorrow. Mm. Honestly, this guy, this girl, this this person is basically a weatherman. <laughs> they out here, they out here getting it's be paid to get it wrong. Degrees tomorrow and uh, go up. Man, I'm telling you, the only future tellers I believe in is the people that make horoscopes. Okay, sure. That's not better, but okay. And the Simpsons. I see what you mean Those Simpsons, man, they are future tellers, man. I'm telling you. I just looked it up. Guess what 50 degrees Celsius is in Fahrenheit? Um, uh, 170 degrees Fahrenheit? It's 122 degrees, just like I said. Mm. Very pleased with myself. What is Here, water boil at in Fahrenheit? Two forty. Two hundred and twelve. Two twelve. Okay. It's not. It's not going to be exactly half because it's one point eight C plus thirty two. Yeah. Is that, that plus thirty two? I think that throws it off. Yes, Spencer. Mike. Pop quiz. Okay. At what temperature does paper burn? Ah, uh, this is a good one. Fahrenheit four fifty one. Yo, I did not know that. <laughs> well, Mike. But, oh. Yeah. Dude, I thought paper burned at like 200 Fahrenheit. Come on now. You would think, right? That sounds pretty Just hot. Put it out in the sun. That's what I'm saying. That's some, it's hot. Some hot heat right here. 400? <laughs> oh, by the way, one other thing about Baba Vanga is that... Uh, what's, what, about, what about Baba? Well, I just I didn't mention this before, but I think I'd, I feel like I should throw it in for flavor. It wasn't just a, that she lost her eyesight during a storm. She claimed that when she was a child, she got sucked up by a tornado. <laughs> that happens. And then went blind. That, ha- that, that happens. I was so afraid as a kid that that was going to happen to me because I, I grew up in a place where that was an actual possibility. Did you watch the movie Twister a lot of too tornado girls. I never saw Twister. You never saw Twister? I, I, well, was, is it that important that I see Twister? What are the uh, two volcano movies? Um, there's Dante's Peak I, and uh, what's the other one? Joe versus the volcano. Oh, come on now. It's they, like two, <laughs> two volcano movies came out within like a year of each other. 
um, in the 90s. I feel like one's probably just called Volcano. Oh, it might be that. that it might be that. Oh, well. Wasn't there another oh. tornado movie, though? Maybe not. Maybe uh, there, just was, there, was, there was Tornado and Twister. I don't think there was a movie called Tornado. There was Sharknado. Yeah, that's about the reception I thought that would get. <laughs> <laughs> Spencer, I was thinking. Craig. Wait, hold on, Spencer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just want to get this out real quick. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I know I'm laying the hammer down tight this week on account of the time frame, but go ahead. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I was we were, thinking about uh, predictions jogged my, my memory. I was thinking about this week. Um, you know, I'm nothing if not uh, humble and self-critical. And I just got to say, uh-huh. Man, my my COVID take from two years ago did not age well. I I have that saved on my phone. What number did I come up with? I, um, it was some it was something in the neighborhood of like less than ten thousand, I think maybe. Yeah, it was. I th- I think it was like two hundred. <laughs> well, <laughs> tell you what, I'll I'll edit it into the show. Yeah, please do. One more time for the record. Sure. I, I think only two. Like, okay, I want to say 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> in the U.S. are going to get thrown. I think 1,500. And that's it in the U.S. In the U.S. Okay. Are you meaning? All right. 1233. March 12th, 2020. <laughs> Because you know we yeah, have to. I've, uh, I've been meaning to talk to you about that actually. Because I came across it in my uh, my what do you call them? The audio notes thing, the the voice recordings. This is a hundred percent uh, honest and transparent platform, and, and we need to be <laughs> we need to be held accountable. <laughs> I had it saved in my phone as Craig is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh uh, man! Well, uh, Craig, while well, I got you on the line here, <laughs> okay, you sure. mentioned. A relationship question that you'd found uh, that you thought was worth bringing up, and I'm, I'm curious to know what it was. Uh, I mean, it is worth bringing it up, but I don't remember. I would, I, I, I would have to find it. You didn't. You didn't just save it. I, I mean, it's, it's. I could find it again. I, I, I we'll, <laughs> we'll save this topic for next week. Okay. All right. All right. But it's a good one. It's a doozy. Oh, I'm sure Michael. I was going to use that as a segue. I was going to. I still, I'm gonna, I'm still gonna plow through to the next segment, if uh, even segue or no. But man, right. that would have set things up so nice. Right. I had it all laid out. See, because it was labeled as pending in the spreadsheet. That's why I was confused. Yeah, like pending, like we're gonna do it this week. Oh, I misinterpreted. I I should have made that clearer. That's on me. <laughs> pending peek, approval uh, behind the curtain there. Um, well, this next segment, um, this is. I don't really have a, a a name for this, but it's sort of a spiritual successor to uh, that time we talked about people filming themselves picking up cash off of the side of the highway uh-huh. um, when they really shouldn't have because it just makes it, just people telling on themselves when they shouldn't, mm-hmm. I think, is something that I always find interesting and entertaining. And I have a doozy for you this time. It's not a crime, this one, but it is still something that this person absolutely did not have to do but she's done it is Um, she dry snitching on herself no no it's not even it's it's hard to explain i think you'll see what i mean when i start reading because there's an epidemic of dry snitches in this country but that's a topic for another time (laughs) we'll get to that next week too mark it down so this is a column in the new york times uh a bit of a personal essay 
called Marriage Requires Amnesia. Okay. I don't love the title. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Some split views here. Uh, the, the subheading is, do I hate my husband? Oh, for sure. Yes, definitely. Oh, my. Now, this came out on Christmas Eve. Okay. Not that it, it doesn't really matter when it was published, but uh, I, I just, this feels like an extra sting to me. But I agree. Yeah, I would agree. Written by and a little personal essay, I think an excerpt from a book, actually, by one Heather Havrileski. So this is a woman writing this article? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is from her POV, or is she writing uh, about somebody else? It is. Oh, quite intensely. Okay. And I, I just want you to think about the idea of, you know, telling on yourself while you're hearing this. Okay. Reading from the top. <clears throat> After 15 years of marriage, you start to see your mate clearly, free of your own projections and misperceptions. This is not necessarily a good thing. When encountering my husband, Bill, in our shared habitat, I sometimes experience him as a tangled hill of dirty laundry. Who left this here? I ask myself. And then the laundry gets up to fetch itself a cup of coffee. This is not an illusion. It's clarity. Until Bill has enough coffee, he lies in a jumble on the couch, listening to the coffee maker, waiting for it to usher him from the land of the undead. He is exactly the same as a heap of laundry. Smelly. Inert, almost sentient, but not quite. Other times I experience Bill as a very handsome professor. This woman is a sociopath. That's what <laughs> I said. This isn't even nearly as bad as it gets, is the crazy This is thing. like American Psycho like uh, right. narration here. Yeah. Every morning I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm not even there. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued, though. I got to admit. Other times, rights. I experience Bill as a very handsome professor, a leader among men, a visionary who has big ideas about the future of science education in America. This is clarity. And then our dashing hero begins to hold forth on the learning sciences. How I hate that term. And he quickly wilts before my eyes into a cursed academic. A cross between a lonely nerd speaking some archaic language only five other people on Earth understand, and... A haunted ice cream man. Circling his truck through the neighborhood in the dead of winter, searching for children. I see Bill with a scorching clarity that pains me. This is... This is why... <laughs> if Bill winds up uh, dead, I mean... It was be, her. That's what I'm saying. I was going to say this. Like, if, if he falls off a cliff someone, somewhere, it was her. Right. Like, if... I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Like, it would make, I think, more sense to, like, instead of writing sentences about the person that you've married and, you know, have sworn to have and hold and love forever, uh, it makes, like, if you're going to write things about that person, like, ah, uh, yeah, they're smelly and they're, like, not <laughs> even, like, a human being, basically, to me most of the time. It makes more sense to me if you just killed them. Right. <laughs> like, like, I don't endorse it. I don't think you should do it. But people would be like, oh, okay, you know, I've heard of that. <laughs> like, you published this in the New York Times. I'm like just the, imagining like, maybe her. Maybe the widest readership in the English-speaking world. I, I'm a, you're telling every single person who lays eyes on it, yeah, my husband <laughs> fucking sucks. I'm just imagining her just seething 
typing this <laughs> like while he's sitting on the couch right next to her. <laughs> just just reeking of yeah. smells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really gonna get him with this one. Ooh, he really steams me. Oh man. Okay. Continue, Spencer, please. <laughs> This is why surviving a marriage requires turning down the volume on your spouse so you can barely hear what they're saying. You must do this not only so you don't overdose on the same stultifying words and phrases within the first year, but also so your spouse's various grunts and sneezes and snorts and throat clearings don't serve as a magic flute that causes you to wander out the front door and into the wilderness never to return. When Bill sneezes... No matter how far away he is, it's like a blast from an air horn aimed at your face. Somehow there are two notes involved, a screechy high one and a shouty low one. Every sneeze is an emergency. I don't think I've ever not said Jesus Christ out loud upon hearing one. Oh, man. Like, I, you know what I want? I want, I want Bill to write a response article in the New York Times. I would, I would very much like to hear from him. I need on to help Bill. I assume he cleared this for publication, but I don't know why. No way. Maybe he did. No way. She wrote this and was like, "Hey, honey, I'm going to post this on the New York Times. Is that okay?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe he is this dumb. He maybe he's like, yeah. huh? uh, "You know, I don't know how to read." <laughs> this is the girl that seen. Gone Girl and was like, yes, I feel yes, this Michael. movie. Yes, I feel this movie. But she doesn't know how to do it because the lady in Gone Girl would never have written to the New York Times about how much she hates the guy that she's about to murder or, or you know, frame for her murder. Right. <laughs> Give away the whole game. Good grief. <laughs> that was a scorcher. Oh, I, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it goes on for about 20 more paragraphs. <laughs> That is brutal. That is ice cold. But I mean, you know, I, I, I just don't. I almost don't even know what to say. But like, she needs to. It's incredible, isn't it? it I, yes. <laughs> like, you better be careful, Spencer. You better watch your back. I don't know if I got to worry about this one. Spencer's a married man, you know, he's, you're going to be next. <laughs> no, I am. But... So my thing is, I thought I was going to, I thought they were going to say like, oh, you have to forget things like illusion as like, hey, you have to forget things like pick your battles, you know? Yeah. Was there a larger sure. point in the article, Spencer, at some point, or was it just how much I hate this man? It's pretty much like a little bit of what Michael was saying, but wrapped in layers and layers, like. Like there's a lengthy digression about like going on a trip to Australia and how much it sucks to travel with him and how (laughs) he's basically just another one of her children in terms of how much upkeep he requires. Well, damn. Good grief, man. Why'd you marry the guy if you hate everything he does and says? About like I have to find it. Uh, This guy got to write a response. This is what I'm saying, Michael. He's got to. He's got to respond. He's got two weeks to respond. Has to, has to respond back. This is Nas versus Jay Z. This is just about this is Bill versus Heather. (laughs) The story of added on. (laughs) Yeah, she complains about him talking about how he broke his tooth on a piece of hard bread uh, while he was on vacation. 
she, like I would be complaining about breaking a tooth too. Like that's uh, I would be like on vacation. Like yeah, I'm telling people. I can't stop thinking about like it. If, like I'm just like if I'm Bill right now and this article gets published, I'm like I read it, I don't say anything, but I'm I'm just waiting until she fucks up. <laughs> she does any, anything, anything that's mildly <laughs> annoying or inconvenient. I'm I am unloading on Heather. <laughs> so my thing is I want to know is she probably doing all this with a smile you know like or she actually like telling so. him she actually like complaining she seems I, genuinely mad she like, I think Man. there is like her face is beet red there is actual smoke coming out of her ears and nose like just a, a noise like a tea kettle emanating from her at all yeah, times. Yeah, I was going to say, when she like oh, when she opens her mouth, it's just a train whistle that goes off. Exactly, yeah. So her notes on her iPhone is probably like filled up. Oh, yeah, Michael, yes. Just, yes. Just, August 13th, 8.42 a.m. Everything he does Bill is shit himself again, yeah. or at least it smells like he must have. Michael, that is absolutely true. Hit him with a yes, sweetie. Clack, clack. I hate this mother lover. <laughs> Who are you texting there? No, uh, no texting. Oh, <laughs> like Spencer, does she end it with anything redeeming? Like uh, you know, I love him still, but or is it just well, uh, like it goes? Uh, the ending goes like this: I resolve to let everyone squawk and caw until they get bored or become distracted or fall asleep or cheer up. Referring to her family here. And when Bill says the wrong thing, I think, forgive him. Forgive yourself. Let it go. God, she's a saint. It's harder than it sounds. So brave, this but woman. But during these conversations, <laughs> Bill looks handsome to me again. He sounds like someone I'm still in love with. Isn't that high praise? Doesn't that sound so yeah, nice? Geez. The feeling comes back. The camera zooms in. The focus sharpens. Charming little details emerge. I remember why I chose him. In spite of everything, he's still my favorite person. I can see why we're together. We might stay this way forever. I give it eight months. <laughs> You're gonna need more gigs on the iPhone. Like, can you imagine if Bill, like, just if you're this person's husband, you walk into work, yeah, yes. and everybody, yeah. and if one person at your job reads the New York Times, yes. everybody's looking at you like, hey, Bill. How's the wife? Hey. And I know that we are three men talking about a, a woman talking about her marriage. Uh, but like, Jesus, this is not healthy. So honestly, I think she got too much time in her hand. <laughs> I'm just saying she need to get back on the high horse and start working. Well, she's on her high and horse. Talk about their coworkers or something or something. I don't know what she did to do. She need out, oh, man. She need to go to church. Is this uh, <laughs> like? Is she like an author, or is, does she write for the New York Times, or is she just it, somebody? Uh, she's that, an author. She's written uh, some books about what? Gone Girl. How to get away with murder. <laughs> she well, she writes the advice column. Ask Polly for Substack. Can you do imagine taking advice on your uh, your relationship from the person who wrote this. <laughs> She probably every time leave him, <laughs> leave him, leave not even that. Be like, stay with him, but but resent keep track him quietly. Of every little misgiving <laughs> you ever feel, exude passive aggression at all times. 
<laughs> at all times. Yeah. I just, I couldn't believe, like, just please, for both of your sakes, Heather, if you're listening, if I can call you Heather, <laughs> just get out of there. All right. Just, it's not good. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for anybody. It's good for your therapist, I guess. Buy them a new Cadillac. Oh, yeah. This, uh, yeah. Yeah. If I was this woman's therapist, I just booked another year, a year of sessions. Oh, it's like, it's like being a, a dentist in the town where Willy Wonka's factory is. Man, I would <laughs> report her. I'd be like, we got a murder loose. There's about to be killing tomorrow. She cried. I don't think you can. I know we talked about precogs, but I don't think you can report someone for a crime that they feel like they're going to commit. They about you to feel commit. Like yes, you can. Be. You They about to. They about to kill her husband, man. Come on now. Watch that didn't house. Say that. Very important. She did not say that. No, but they could look over it, you know, once the, the phone calls comes, you know, hey, you got a bleeding man. <laughs> Two seconds there. Boom. All I know is in about 10 years, there's going to be a Dateline special featuring Heather. She did, <laughs> she did something to Bill. Uh, but hey, God bless him. I wish him well. Right. Well. We'll see how much of that segment survives. I hope all of it. That was that was gold. <laughs> we need got a we need to get a lady's uh, opinion about this story. I was thinking about that. I feel like this this dynamic is good, but it it might be lacking in that regard. Not might be. It is equal pay, equal rights. That's right. That's right, Michael. Well, in the meantime. While we uh, root through our applications, we got to figure out how we're going to pay these these people. So, uh, any potential hosts or guests that we add on. So, I'd like to take it uh, to a word from our sponsors, really quick, please. All right. This week, Never Better is brought to you, and I promise this isn't what you think. By the Human Bake Oven. Mm-hmm. Yum. The incinerary. A crematorium. No, no, no. Nothing like that. Uh, Reading from the Irish Standard, March 16th, 1918. McGillicuddy's funeral home. (laughs) And I'll send you a link to this, actually. I think think you'll both enjoy it. I want every sufferer, every sick and ailing person in Minneapolis and the Northwest, no matter what remedies they've tried in the past without success, to know of the remarkable curative powers of superheated tonic dry air as administered through the human bake oven, nature's soothing and pleasant method of overcoming disease, the modern treatment that has restored thousands to perfect health and happiness. Uh, now, this is a full-page ad they took out. I'm not going to read all that, but it's it's full of testimonials uh, that are like old people like touching their toes and you know squatting and stuff to prove that they can now sure. uh, with their arthritis and you know whatnot. Uh, I'm sold. But, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I looked this up because I was completely out of my mind trying to figure out what on earth a human bake oven would be other than, you know, a, a particularly grim example. Uh, Cause I figured that couldn't be it. It's not, it's, it's basically like a hot iron lung. <laughs> <laughs> so what they do was they would wrap you in like protect, protective cloths, like bathrobes and with like, they call it like Turkish cloth or whatever. I don't know. They, uh, but they'd wrap you in a bunch of protective stuff and they would put you up to your neck in this iron lung looking device. You know, it's like this big canister with your head sticking out at the end. 
and they would just crank the heat up in there with a bunch of fires underneath it to there was fire? 500 degrees Fahrenheit. There was, it, that's what it looks like. I've, I've seen the diagram. Um, 500 degrees in there. Now that's hot. <laughs> and they would just leave you in for a bit, <laughs> let you sweat it out, and then uh, you'd be good to go. Try to mummify you. Know, do do backflips at age 60 or whatever. So, I mean, it was a sauna. They, they invented a sauna. Kind of, yeah, but like a really intense... I arguably much more dangerous version of oh, a sauna. Well, sure. I don't think a sauna goes up to 500. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> it's a little bit much. Uh, yet uh, again, a, what uh, temperature does paper burn? 451. What temperature talk this week? Oh, I think we found tripping. our niche. You're trying to kill me. <laughs> don't, <laughs> you don't want to go in? Don't bring your paper mache into the uh, human bake oven. <laughs> Oops, my wallet's still in my pocket. Ah! <laughs> do do we uh, do as, as a country do we make any more tonics or is that like the fda is out, out yeah oh, for sure i mean like i mean i don't think we call them that anymore but like all the uh the right-wing lunatics hawking you know like nootropic brain supplements you know like mind surge those are dietary tonics? supplements i mean they i'd say they serve the same function which is nothing. Do they come in a glass bottle? Uh, they come in some kind of bottle. I think we should make a tonic. Hmm? <laughs> you know what really depressed me this week? I was thinking about. This sounds like it's going to be comedy gold. Go Do ahead. You know this. Um, I was really disappointed with America when I was thinking about this. Oh, we all you know, are um, all the time. You guys know this Theranos lady. Uh, she, you know, she just got oh, yeah, to yeah. jail and whatever. So, you know, her, her company was just, it, it, it made up that it invented some, you know, uh, yeah, the one drop blood test one that drop can detect every rapid disease. blood test, right? Amazingly, that wasn't real. Yeah. And when I was thinking, America has really dropped the ball as far as like schemes and fraud goes, because I'm <laughs> shocked. More than ever. What are you talking I'm about? I'm shocked there wasn't like some kind of company that sprouted up with some kind of you know fraudulent covid test or covid treatment that oh there are i know there are but they're not they don't have you know 50 million 50 billion dollar valuations you know theranos was like oh a, i see i see i see was a legit company for a little it's, while you're saying they're all small fries right i'm talking about big league white collar crime <laughs> covid was a well, golden golden opportunity for somebody to fraud the, the country out of you know billions of dollars because such good things always happen when they do craig just watched uh the wolf on wall street <laughs> want to invest in some penny stocks yeah <laughs> penny stocks that'll, that'll do it <laughs> i'm just disappointed you know i thought somebody would seize the opportunity but i guess you've not. got this weird recurring thing <laughs> I, I hate to keep pointing these bits out but I feel like once an episode almost, you'll be like, man, I wish I could get scammed. <laughs> I wish I could get <laughs> robbed by somebody just in broad daylight, just have nothing left. Like, is it, do you, is there like a, a push that you feel you need to, to do something new? To be is scammed? Is that what it is? Is that what you're asking? I just, you know, I, it's not. Like last it, week, you're like, I want to buy something from a guy who like, dangles a bunch of fake pocket watches out of a okay, trench coat and goes, step right up. Here's the thing. It's not that like I want to get scammed, but I, I'm disappointed that 
the spirit, we're losing the spirit of scam and spectacle and fraud in this country. (laughs) (laughs) We're becoming, everything is becoming much more vanilla and steady. I, I, I miss... You tell that to Rachel from Warranty Services. Say it to her <laughs> face, Craig. It's just Craig, a little depressing a... that we're losing we're losing our edge. Craig, do you play along with scammers when they call you? Uh sometimes. If it's like a person person, I'll I'll talk to them for a little bit. <laughs> do you just what say do you it? say? Just like I I'll try to be genuine, like, all right, yeah, let okay. IRS, uh, what do you need from me? I mean, I, I'm not spending hours of my time talking to these people, but I'll go. I'll I'll play along for you know a couple minutes. <laughs> you let the Mormons in the door, give them some. Uh, well, not coffee, I guess. Mormons not are lovely either. people. Some some water. You know, they it's may nice or may not believe water. in some uh, wacky things, but they're they're lovely people. Oh, I'm sure. I also thought of an invention this week. Oh, we got four minutes. If our candle, this will be quick. If our candle business doesn't work out, I was thinking we invent a um, a business where we have a snow plow that melts the snow instead of pushing it aside. So a sort of Mad Max flamethrower equipped uh, doomsday device. That's right. Thing. I'm into that. Tell me that's not a good idea. I love that idea. Michael, get, get on some it. contracts with the city. So, you know, talking about going back to this conversation about candles, you know what I thought the worst invention ever is? Wait, hold that thought for one second, Michael. Craig, what do you call this, this Uber plow? Um, uh, you didn't think of a name? No, I, I didn't think All of right, a name. All right, never mind. Michael, go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. <laughs> is, I don't know if you guys, I don't even know what it's called or it's a, it's an old invention and it's, it's a candle, but basically it is, they, Put a Fire candle. and ice snow plowing. <laughs> Continue, Michael. Sorry. <laughs> they do. put a candle and then on top they put the wax and the wax is what makes it smell all nice and stuff. But you have a candle underneath it under a glass or I don't know, porcelain thing. Mm-hmm. And it, you put like a little cube of wax on top of it and that's your candle. I'm like, you could just yeah, buy a diffuser reg- kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> just I'm buy like, a candle. <laughs> you could just buy a regular candle. Like you buy a nonsense candle, one of those small guys, put it underneath of this object, and I'm just like, dude, this is a candle. <laughs> just get a candle. I don't know what it's called, but that is the worst invention in the world I've seen. <laughs> you heard you it here, here first. first, folks. Oh, damn it! Wow, Spencer, how about that? Synchronicity. I'm going to line those up in the uh, the editing suite so that we say it at exactly the same time. Yeah, please do. One last question really quick. We got a minute and a half. I need to know how weird something is, and I need you to tell me right now. Okay, go. All right. Is it weird to say you're beautiful inside and outside when we are just friends? (laughs) One to four. Zero to five. Four. Four weird? Four weird, yeah. Michael? One. I was going to say, Michael, you've done this to many people. One. In fact, I was wondering if you wrote this question. <laughs> hey there, you're beautiful in the inside and outside. I actually, I'm going to go down. To All three right, you got to say it weird. louder than that. I'm going to lay that one down. You cannot whisper this one like, hey. like the interlude in a Barry White track. Oh, hey, yeah. Hey, you're beautiful hey, inside baby. and outside. Hey. Hallmark. Is that your Barry White Hello. impersonation, Spencer? 
That's that's. <laughs> I was laughing too much. I can't voice. do it. <clears throat> <laughs> hey, baby. You sound like you Shaq. On the inside and the outside. <laughs> Look, I can't, I can't make it go that low. Well, that's why Barry White's Barry White, I guess. Hey there. Hey, baby, I think we did really good out there tonight. I think we kept it to the fundamentals. <laughs> Put them in the paint barbecue chicken. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. So, I think we've all learned a lot. I think so, too. I hope so. <sighs> so if you have any questions, suggestions, or unwarranted aggression, you can DM us on Twitter at NeverBetterCast, all one word, no punctuation, or send us an email at mailbox at neverbetter.show. I forgot to say before, there are links to both of those in the show description. You don't have to type like anything. You just click them. It's that easy. Uh, until then, have a good time. Be safe out there. Have a good time is how you ended it. Have a good time. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm rushing. I got to get out the door like now. All right. Predict the future. Predict the future. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, do that. I like that. <laughs> That's a good way to sign off. Maybe we'll keep that one. All right. Good night, everybody. And remember, be specific about your New Year's resolutions. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. <laughs> or good morning. <laughs> yeah, I guess so.